Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is a class discussion. I invite everybody's participation in it. For those who are joining us on Facebook or live stream, we're on a mobile connection this morning. So if there's any interruptions or anything like that, we apologize for it. Uh, you are welcome to comment on this as well. So you're welcome to comment in the link. And we want, we want everybody to know that any expression of faith is welcome. Amen. And it's appreciated. This morning I want to present for your consideration thoughts concerning spirituality. What is spiritual? Specifically what it means to be spiritual. Now, the goal uh, of this discussion is not to, like, boil this down to a dictionary definition, you understand, or, or to define it in, in a few short sentences or like in a paragraph. I don't even think something like that's possible with this word spiritual. This is a my aim. Our aim here is to orient you towards a proper thinking when you hear this word spiritual, like to, to, to be in this. It's like a vein of thought that the, that the spirit uses to, to portray this. And you'll, you'll find that the instruction of the Lord is this way. It's not spelled out in detail like an like an instruction manual is. It's, it's not like that. It's coming into like a comprehension and an understanding it, see, following Jesus leads to knowing. It, to, it leads to knowing. It's not just following a list or a procedure. And, and so, so this word spiritual, to, to really know what it means, it, it can't be defined like academically. It, it's something that, you, that, we, that we're going to know when we follow Christ. And we live in a day where, where these pure words like spiritual are kind of like drug through the mire of worldliness, so to speak. And, and a result, as a result of, the, of their improper usage, when people think about these words, see, there's often thoughts that are brought in that, 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 aren't, that aren't profitable thoughts to be brought in with this word. And it's no doubt that an enemy has done this. You see, these misappropriations and, and misassociations are like a stronghold for Satan. See, if the, if the devil can, can keep you from thinking about the right thing, there's a sense in which it really doesn't matter what you heard. If you're not thinking about the right thing when, when you hear it, there, there's a sense now in which it doesn't really matter what you heard. For instance, when God says, Whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And a person hears that word believe the way the world defines it and not in the way that God defines it. See, it's going to shape their thinking to form an erroneous conclusion about what's written. And the Pharisees did this often. They had a word from God, and they allowed their tradition, see, to shape their understanding of what God said. And they came to an erroneous conclusion because of it. When the law said that you ha a man had to do his work in six days, they let their tradition define what work meant, see? And so when they saw the disciples plucking and eating grain because they were hungry, they condemned them for it. Even after God had given the, them the account of David eating the showbread when he was hungry. Or, or the word uh, from the prophet Hosea, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. See, they, they thought that they understood what the word meant already. And they put, they put aside what, that which they could not understand. See, and, it, and it, their thinking, it formed how they thought about what God said. And while we do need to know what the text says, it's important to know what the text says. It's even more important to know what the text means. It's not enough just to hear a word spoken, but the word must be comprehended the way that God wants it, intends it to be comprehended. Jesus told those same Pharisees, he said, if you had known what this means, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. You would have not. He said, you would have not condemned the guiltless. See, they, they formed a conclusion because they didn't understand what it meant when God said, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. And this is why preaching the truth is crucial in the day that we live in. It's, 
Especially today when like these false teachings and these misappropriations are like running rampant everywhere. There's like misappropriations wherever you look in the teachings today. As we see, those who have a firm grasp on the scripture, they have a firm grasp on the sword of the spirit. And it's able to pull down strongholds. It's able to pull down these strongholds. And it's able to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. See, that's what the truth does. But see, now God is the one who made the tongue. He's the one who can tame the tongue, and he's the one who can put a word into the mouth of his servants. And so I would like us to go to him this morning before we proceed any further. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you would be upon everybody in this room that has a love of the truth. Lord, I pray that you would put words into our mouth, that you would cause us to speak in a way that is uh, spiritual, edifying, in a way that illuminates the truth, mm-hmm. a way that casts down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against your knowledge. We ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now, what is the significance of this word spiritual? What does spiritual mean? Now, here's what the world thinks about it. I just want to put this in the, put this, Get this over with right here. This is what the world thinks about. This is the the top listings on the Google search engine. Spirituality is a broad concept with room for many perspectives. In general, it includes a sense of connection to something bigger than ourselves, and it typically involves a search for a meaning in life. Now, see, that's a fancy way of saying that we don't know what spirituality is. That's what that is. That's a fancy way of saying we just don't know. Here's another, this is, these are the top definitions at the search engine. Spirituality has to do with the spirit, not as in ghosts, but as in the essence of being human. Your soul or inner life, re- referring to the spirit of man, you could say. See, this isn't really spirituality in the sense that we're discussing today. That, now, this is, see, this is what the world thinks about spirituality. Spirituality often has to do with religion, but it doesn't have to. You might say, I'm not religious, but I have a strong sense of spirituality, which might mean that you practice yoga or meditation or you pray with a group or you nurture your spirit by spending time in nature. All of which are those are all religious acts, by the way. Religions usually have defined beliefs, rituals and guidelines, but spirituality is more individual. So I guess the more spiritual you are, the more tuned you are with your own individuality. See this. And here's the last one. Spirituality is synonymous with being a person whose highest priority is to love others and yourself. A spiritual person cares about people, animals, and the planet and strives to be a kind person. Notice, notice the emphasis on self and nature here. A spiritual person knows that we are all one and consciously attempts to honor this oneness. Wait a minute. I thought spirituality was about the individual, not about oneness. So in one definition, we're told that spirituality involves a search for the reason of life. In another definition, we're told that it is the essence of human life and that, and that it's individual in nature. And then in this last one, we're told there's no individuality, that we're all one. I'm showing here that the world cannot properly define spirituality. Yeah. It can't do it. Prejudice. Yes. In those definitions, you can recognize other religions yes yeah that's what they're doing they're just collecting everything that they know about all the religions and all of the it's hedonism but it humanism is a religion yes now they don't classify it as one but it is so you have you have uh, buddhism you have hinduism you have humanism you have it, uh, you can go through the gamut. This, uh, you don't have to be religious to be spiritual. I've heard people say that before. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Yeah. You're dead as a doornail and yeah. dumb as a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. See, the, the spiritual is not natural. Yeah. N- natural man cannot perceive the spiritual. That's right. 
Anyone thinks that they are nurturing the things of the spirit by spending time in nature? See, they've actually, they've been deceived is what they've been. Anybody who thinks that they are spiritual because they mind the things of the earth? See, they've, 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 this person's been deceived. See, spirituality is not sensuality. It's, it's not a connection with a feeling of your senses. It's not, it's not a happy feeling of peace and harmony. Spirituality is not mysticism. That's not what we're talking about when we're talking about spirituality. It's not a, a state of Zen or meditation. Or the natural man like reaching out into the unknown with his thoughts. That's not what we're talking about when we're talking about spirituality. Yes, sister. Yeah, that made me think Eve spent time in nature in the garden and met a serpent. And um, she, was, she was deceived. So that's what it did for her. Yes. Brother David? The uh, idea that you can just go out in nature and be closer to God because you're out looking at the trees and the mountains. Is a pagan concept, and it's actually an act of pagan worship. Mm-hmm. Yes, Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The all all natural man can do and has done is guess about this, but it's worth mentioning that most of mankind attempts to figure it out to a degree. That is, there is a faculty in man that feels the need to have a connection to its creator. You know, in most civilizations since the dawn of creation, even the most wicked heathen nations have all sought out and served some kind of deity. It's really only been in recent times and in this rejected generation that things like atheism have gained popularity. And because of the heathenistic society that we live in, where people are actually their own God. But that's a discussion for another day. The point is, is that mankind was made in the image of God. And so he lives in God's creation. And so instinctively knows from birth that there is something bigger than himself, yet fails to discover it in his own faculty. Solomon was the wisest and most learned man in the world, according to earthly knowledge. And it was all vexation and vanity of spirit to him. You see, our thinking about this ought to be shaped what ultimately our, th- our thinking about spirituality ought to be shaped what God has said about it already in his word. See, spiritual realities are communicated with spiritual words and, spir- and spiritual is one such word. He, Paul said, which things also we speak, not in the words with which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So, I have a difficult time comprehending the word spirit. That's why idolatry always has an image. Yes. They don't understand about spirit. Yes. Amen. Man, man is fundamentally a spirit, but... They think man is fundamentally a body with senses. Mm-hmm. Amen. And a person has to be careful, professed Christian, that they don't gravitate to thinking that way. That's yeah. Because uh, that's the snare Satan gets people into his domain, mm-hmm. thinking only of the things that are hum- human. Yes. And seen and sensed and touched. And a lot of people, that summarizes their life. Yeah. yeah. They're seeking for things that can be seen and sensed yes. and touched. That's carnal. See, the scriptures tell that carnality. That's right. right. Amen. And carnal is used in, in, in direct opposition to spiritual in the scripture in several different places. And there, brethren, there are throngs of professed Christians today that think that they're going to go to heaven and it's going to be football and chicken and watermelon. That, that's, that's how they're thinking. That's how they're thinking about these things. He said, you're yet carnal. Yes. So I couldn't speak to you as unto spirits. Yes. That's a, that's a sad statement. Amen. Paul recognized that. So it's a, that's a, the supreme insult to, to be carnal. Yes. Amen. Yes. The word spirit 
is used 523 times in the King James Bible. 236 times it's in the Old Testament scripture and 287 times in the New. So we should not be surprised that this is mentioned often. Yeah. It's declared that God is a spirit. Yes. When the earth was created, it said that the spirit of God moved over the face of the waters. God has always existed. See, he's from everlasting right. to everlasting. See, the, the spiritual realm mm -hmm. is actually much older than the temporal realm. See, it, it, it's much greater than, than the things that are seen. See, this is what we're talking about when, we're, when you say, when, when somebody says spiritual, these thoughts should come into your mind. Greater, yeah. see? Mm -hmm. And so it's not a wonder that, that the scripture uses this word so many times, spirit. If God is a spirit and the, the scripture is the word of God, see? Yes. In this spiritual realm, there are spirits that are just, and there are spirits that are wicked. See, there are, there, are, there are principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places, what the scripture says. So we're not gonna, today we're not going to focus so much on a person who is spiritual, who is filled with demons. Now, I, I guess you could say that the Gadarene demoniac was a very spiritual person. But what we're, that's, that's, not what we're, that's not what we're talking about now when we're talking about somebody who's spiritual. That's not, that's not the context that we're going we're gonna to talk about it in. We're referring to it in the, in the context of godliness, see, being spiritual. You see, when we're discussing the word of God, we're ultimately discussing a spiritual matter. It's not a temporal matter that we're discussing. It's a spiritual matter. If the Bible is about God and God is a spirit, then the scriptures are spiritual. Yeah. See, they're, they're spiritual words. Yeah. Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they're spirit yeah. and they're life. See, Amen. therefore, you can only understand God as you ought to understand him if you're spiritual. See, we're talking about what it means to be spiritual today. We're talking about this word, the things that should come into your mind when you hear this word spiritual. Amen. Brother Robert. Yeah, in First um, Corinthians 2, 14, it references that the natural man receiveth not mm -hmm. the things of the Spirit of God. He can't. In fact, that's what it says. For they are foolish unto, unto him, neither can he know them. So, I mean, it, yes. it talks to some about different spirits living in men. See, you, you were born, God breathed in, into Adam, remember, the, the spirit. You were born with a spirit, but see, it was the natural. So, see, it was being dominated by some spirit. It's always mm -hmm. running or working mm -hmm. inside of your body. question is, which spirit? Is because if it's the wrong spirit, you'll be motivated to do the wrong things. You'll be led to do the wrong things and... and You'll justify it by, you know, well, I'm just doing what, you know, I think is right. Well, you'll try to anyway, justify yourself. But yeah, this, um, this, they, these things you're talking about, they're spiritually discerned. Mm -hmm. So as you speak about them, see, the, the spirit that's in each one of the believers, they'll be able to identify and, 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 and agree and see where it's, it's a, I appreciate this, this thinking. Sister June. Yes, every every person. This is the thing that most uh, defines humanity from the rest of the natural creation. Is a spiritual being. Yes. The thing is, though, we're alienated from God yeah. in our spirits. Yes. Yeah. So that nature, it it's bent toward the earth. Yes. Yes. There is. A spirit that is the prince of the power of the air. Yes. Now this alienated spirit that we are born has no power against his influence. But we're not joined to Satan. Yeah, yeah. We're not joined to him. Mm -hmm. We're just oppressed yeah. and subservient. Mm -hmm. When when the Lord creates us anew, that spirit is joined to the Lord right. and has life. And so the influence and the domination of the, the prince of this world no longer is victorious against that. Mm -hmm. 
Amen. Amen. The people that are spiritual are united with one another. Yes, that's right. Amen. Amen. Brother David. Yes. Um, Romans chapter 8, it talks about the, the difference between carnal and spiritual. Yeah. And Romans 8, verse 5, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. Yes. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. Yeah. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither can it be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And so the attempt to have spirituality that is uh, focusing on evil spirits or focusing on things you can see and touch, uh, uh, idolatry, that, that's all involved with the carnality. Yes. And not true spirituality. And if a person is involved in those things, that is not pleasing to God. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. They're the enemy of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Brother? Brother Robert was talking about that spirit that urges us to do things that are not of God. See, that's the spirit of disobedience. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't possibly be obedient to the Lord. We can't possibly please Him when we're born with a spirit of disobedience. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And we need to be transformed, right? And the only way that's going to happen is if 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 uh, you're if you answer the call of the Lord, you repent or baptize, you're given the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now you can be united with Christ and His people. Amen. And you can worship God in that posture too. Is that yes. God is a spirit, Amen. and those that worship Him yes. must worship Him yes. in spirit and truth. Amen. Spirit and truth in this case. Are compatible. Yes, amen. Amen. The, Jesus is from above. Spiritual is is otherworldly. Yeah. See, it's not spiritual is not of this world, but it's not it's not mystical. It's not imaginary. Yeah. It's it's more real than this world is, even though you can't see it with your physical eyes. Mm-hmm. It's not fashioned after the likeness of this realm. Yeah. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. See, this, that's what he's referring to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it were, he said, if my service is right, yeah. yes, they would win. Yes, that's right. Amen. Amen. We do fight, yes. but not, not as the world fights. Amen. 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 Solomon was a man that God granted all earthly wisdom and understanding couldn't break through into this realm with his wisdom and understanding that was of the earth. He couldn't, that he hit a wall, so to speak. See, the, the strength of man and the wisdom of man is, it's down here. It's of the earth, earth earthy. God said, as high as the heavens are from the earth. See, that's, that's when we're talking about spiritual things, that's the kind of things that we're talking about. Yeah. And so when we're talking about a spiritual man, we know that this is not the work of man. If if anybody's spiritual, it's not because they did anything to make themselves spiritual. It's not because they sat and meditated for a long time. It's not because they sat and studied for a long time. It's not because they went to an institution for a long time. See, God did a work. God worked in that person. He said this through the prophet Ezekiel. He said... I will put my spirit within you. That's what God said. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. So when you think of a spiritual person, you think about what they do too, that that they walk in God's statutes and they do them. See, he said through the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. See, it's what God's doing. He said, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. See, something that God's going to do. There's no, there's no gender 
in the spirit. Amen. The spirit, the spirit doesn't have a gender. That's Amen. Right. Amen. Yeah, it was on the it was on the young men, it was on the old men, mm-hmm. it was on the it was on the, the, the males, and it was on the handmaids. See, that's right. yes. when a person sees this, this is revolutionary. Yes, Amen. This will put you at variance with a lot of people, but yes. a, a spirit doesn't have a gender. Yes, Amen. Amen. Brother David, there's a movement at large in the professional church today focusing on gender. And yeah. racial identity and uh, yeah. things that would actually cause division. But in the in the in the spirit, there is none of those differences that would divide people. That's right. Amen. And they definitely do divide people, don't they? Yeah. Amen. The distinctions in men uh-huh. are determined by what they do or their education and so forth. The distinctions in spiritual people are what God, God yes. made the distinctions. Amen. He said, and it doesn't have to do with gender. It has to do with his what he's doing. Amen. Yes. He said, Amen. I shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then, then shall you know that I, the Lord, have spoken it yeah. and performed it. Yeah. See, then you'll know that God, God's the one that did it. So if anyone is spiritual, see, God has done a work in them. Sister. Um, in Ephesians 1, verse 13, uh, the end of that says, Ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of yeah. promise. Amen. And verse 14 goes on, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto yes. the praise of his glory. Mm-hmm. So Amen. Of, um, the Lord's work. Amen. Amen. Yes, the Holy Spirit is the seal. So don't don't grieve him now. That's right. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit that's in you. That's see, that's the seal. Don't grieve him. Pay attention to him. See the the spirit lusts against the flesh, and the flesh lusts against the spirit. See, see, but greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Amen. See, Amen. you fo- follow the Spirit. It says it says. If you walk after the Spirit, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See? Yeah. 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 The prophets, the prophets told about false prophets and false gods and uh-huh. so forth. God spoke frequently with them mm-hmm. about this. And Jesus, he spoke about false Christ and false prophets mm-hmm. and false shepherds and talked about it and the apostles did and Jesus mentioned in Revelation mm-hmm. but there are people who say they are spiritual that they don't want to hear those kind of things yeah yeah that's right but mm-hmm. as long as you're in a world where these kind of things exist mm-hmm. yeah you've got to hear about them yeah that's right amen see there's a, such a thing as being spiritually prudent that's right to where you're you're you know these things exist and you want to be reminded Amen. So this is something you want to do the Lord's will. You're on the you're on the offensive against these things. Mm-hmm. So when you hear about them, you're not offended by them. I mean, by the, by hearing about it, you're reinforced to where you can do battle against it. Now, see, that's being spiritually prudent. Amen. It was a while before I saw that there was such a thing as another Jesus. Yeah. And another spirit. Yeah. And another gospel. It's a while before. Yeah. Because he was, so I was thinking of the intellectual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The spiritual level, there's only one God, one Christ, right. one spirit, one gospel, one road, one highway. Yeah. One way. There's only one. All Amen. God deals in ones, singular. Amen. 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 If, if anybody is spiritual, it's because God has done a work in that person. He is spiritual. He probably has judges all things. Yes. That's right. Yes. Amen. Amen. Judges. Yeah, he himself is judged by no man. See, that's why you can't yield to the judgment of people. That's yeah. right. That's why Amen. you can't do that. That's right. Amen. Amen. You've got this in Scripture. Yes. He's judged by no man. So Amen. He tries to judge you. That's right. That's unlawful. So Amen. Don't even, don't even pay attention to it. Yes. Amen. Don't give any weight to it. Amen. At all. Amen. Brother David. It is uh, 
popular to approach the Bible as a textbook in which you you learn all these facts. Yeah. Learning that kind of knowledge does not make you a spiritual person. There are many, many people who have advanced degrees, doctorates, and they can tell you all kinds of things about the Bible, but they don't believe and they're not spiritual. Yeah. Just, Amen. Yeah, that that was what was lived out in in Israel and the Pharisees and scribes. Yep, that's right. They, they knew those scriptures. That's right. That's right. Better than people today know them. Yeah, they Jesus them. told them every jot and tittle they knew them. Amen. Jesus <laughs> told them. He said, "You search the scriptures because in them you think you have yeah. life, but they are them which testify of me." See, there's still people. Whether they were talking about these people, oh, I was once among those people. Mm-hmm. Amen. They thought they had eternal life because they knew the text. Uh-huh. The Pharisees knew the text. They were serpents. Yeah. They were a generation of vipers mm-hmm. <laughs> that knew the Bible. Satan knows the Bible. That's right. He knows Amen. the Bible. Amen. Yes. Amen. So a, a person who is spiritual isn't isn't filling their mind with a bunch of academic facts and knowledge. They're they're spiritual because the Spirit of God is in them, yeah. leading them, guiding them, teaching them. See. See, every, everything that, that the Spirit teaches has relevance. It applies to your life. It's, it's put into action. Yes. Whereas academic facts, you may learn a bushel of academic facts in your entire life, you'll never use them. Amen. But that's not the way it is in Christ. Everything Jesus teaches you can be employed and used in life. Yes. Amen. Sister Jen. There was a time when the disciples asked if Jesus wanted them to call down fire yeah. on certain yeah. ones because they yeah. were not of them. And he said, Ye know not what spirit ye are of. Yes. 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 All right. Now, when we say one spirit, that means there's one valid spirit, mm-hmm. one eternal, uh, self existing spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One spirit that God recognizes and and yeah. is identified with. Yeah, amen. These others are, they're not in that oneness mm-hmm. that is in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And God, they're not valid. They're, they're, uh, they're corrupt. They're not like God. Mm-hmm. So it's not that they don't exist. It's that, that, that God himself, everything that he receives is identified with him these yes, others amen. have have rejected or refused or are fallen or it just they're not like God they're not of God and God doesn't recognize them as valid mm-hmm. amen amen see someone who's, who's spiritual is connected to God so they're connected to God the yeah. He, ab- he abides in God, and God abides in him. So, so Jesus said, The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. And then he said, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, see, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. See, there's a connection there. There's a connection with the Almighty there. If you have the words of Christ in you, it will make all the difference who you are and what you do. Yeah, what you ask. Amen. Remember, the, uh, Jesus told the Pharisees, he said, Ye seek to kill me because my word hath no place in you. Yeah. See? Amen. See, there's a spiritual connection there. We're talking today what, about what it means to be spiritual. See, these things must be resident in a person. The, the words of Christ must be resident in you. Christ must be resident in you. He must, he must take up residence in you. Yes. yes. Amen. Union. Amen. These things have to be maintained. There's, there's spiritual meat. See? Yes. 1 Corinthians 10, 3 through 4. There's spiritual drink. There's, there's provision from God to sustain the new creation. If you're going to be established in the faith, it's going to require the the ministration of a spiritual gift. So Paul said, he said, 
For I long to see you that I might impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established. See? See, I wonder what would happen today if the churches at large put more emphasis on spiritual gifts than worldly gifts. Huh? Or on spiritual blessings than worldly blessings. He said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Spiritual blessings. See, God can give you a, he can give you a home and a family and a nice job and a, and a car and food to eat and a nice day and fair weather. But to see, those aren't spiritual blessings. See, that's, the, that's the goodness of God that like reigns on the just and the unjust. See, but when see, we're talking about spiritual blessings. Yes, brother. In the Revelation, John was sort of false church, a false city. Mm-hmm. And he says, he refers to it as that great city. Yeah. Which spiritually, spiritually. is called Sodom, Sodom Egypt. and Egypt. Amen. Mm-hmm. What Amen. a statement, huh? Amen. There's, there's a great city, a great religious city that is like, is spiritually, it's Sodom. Yeah, yeah. And that's you right. see, Sodom yeah. which corrupts with immorality, and Egypt which promotes bondage. Yeah, and and incidentally, it, it actually says that it's the place where Christ was crucified. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. He's blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Spiritual blessings. Grace to help in the time of need. See, that's a, that's a spiritual blessing that I need. Wisdom that comes from above, that's not from the earth. See, that's what I need, a spiritual blessing. Amen. How about the, the ability to teach soundly the things of God and to understand him? See, that these spiritual gifts that he gives to the church. See, this is, these are spiritual blessings. They're everlasting. They sustain the spiritual man. Mm-hmm. See? Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Amen. See, there's this spiritual sustenance. Yeah. He said, my, my flesh is meat indeed. Mm-hmm. And my blood is drink indeed. Yeah. He did a spirit, uh, Peter talked about those who love life and enjoy life. And a spiritual person can love life and enjoy life in the world in a proper way. But you notice that an unspiritual person, they may maybe be a professing Christian, but they're, they're, they're freest when they're doing earthly things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what that's going to really, when they, it really comes out. They really can express themselves when they're doing worldly things. Is that sinful? I'm just saying that that's not spiritual. Yes. The Amen. spiritual person is at his peak of thinking Amen. peak of enjoyment when they're dealing with the things of God. That's Amen. who they are begins to shine. Amen. Amen. And, and, and like you said, it's, it, it, is it sinful? Well, we, we know this. We know that it hinders forward progress. Yeah. If, if anybody's going to be carnal, it's going to see that, that, that there's a liability there that's going to hinder forward progress. You know, the thing that liberates you from law, the thing that sanctifies the activity is that you do it unto the Lord. Amen. That's right. That sanctifies the activity. Amen. See, Paul spoke to the Corinthians. He said, I could not speak unto you as spiritual, but as unto carnal. See, even as unto babes in Christ. So this maturity comes from being spiritual. See, no one can be mature in the faith and not be spiritual. You also notice that spirituality and carnality are like at direct opposition one with another. For to be carnally minded is death. You mind you mind the things of the world? To be carnally minded is death. That's right. 
But to be spiritually minded, see, there's a, there's the other other side. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Everything you're devoted to is going to pass away. Amen. If you're spiritual, everything you're devoted to is going to last. Amen. In other words, you're you're living your life for this world only. That's death. And your person can do that. Not realize that, not realize and that's what's done until as these things are proclaimed and expounded, they'll not realize that's what they're doing. Amen. It says no man can serve two masters. No man can serve two masters. Mm-hmm. You can't live your life for the things of the world and live your life for God at the same time. That's right. Amen. Sister. That's right. Galatians 2.20, um, Paul writes, I am crucified with Christ. Yeah. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ yeah. liveth in me. Amen. Well, you know, the, the, there's people that they want to they want to sit and argue. They'll say things like, well, there's such things as a carnal Christian. I've heard this before. There's such things as carnal Christians. That's Christians who believe in God and live in sin at the same time. The, the only problem is, is that, that that expression, carnal Christian, is found nowhere in the Scripture. And it's about as reasonable as referring to like an unrighteous God yeah. or a holy devil or a. So you, you can't. The thing is, is that you can't be carnal and spiritual at the same time. That's right. Oh. Mr. Paul said I couldn't speak to you. That's, that's, right. that's right. He couldn't do. He said, I'll, I'll, first half of my message will be addressed to you spiritual and the second half. Amen. Now, see, some people have argued and they've said, well, Paul called himself self-carnal. And they'll refer to this text in, in Romans seven fourteen. He said, we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. But see, Paul wasn't saying that he was a fornicator. He was saying that the law came from God, but his body was carnal and vile. He had a vile body and he knew it. That's what he said under the law. Amen. Mm-hmm. See, but the, the the new man is created in righteousness and true holiness. Yeah. But you see, it's in an earthen vessel. Yes. It's in it's in a body in which is written the law of sin and death is written on your members. That's yeah. important to know is that when Paul said, "I am carnal," mm-hmm. that was not a contemporary statement. Amen. It was yeah. the first fourteen verses of when he was under the law. Amen. That's right. Amen. He never said that after that. He didn't say I'm carnal. That's right. Amen. He cried out. He said, Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Yes. That's and the opposite of being carnal. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes. He said, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yes. See? And then he said, so with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. See, something had changed. Amen. He didn't have a carnal mind. You can't serve the law of God with a carnal mind. Yeah. See, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So see, there's a liability in our flesh. Mm-hmm. That's where the liability exists. For us, brother. Paul was talking about his body being carnal and his mind being spiritual. That's where the battle was. He wanted to serve God and he he was serving God with his mind and with his spirit, but his body, he had to force his body to do what he wanted to. If he was if he was truly carnal, he was at enmity with God. That's right. Amen. I don't believe that Paul was at enmity with God. That's right. After he was converted, he was pursuing God with his whole heart. Now he still had his body to deal with. Now he beat his body after that. That's right, yeah. He, he, he scourged his body after that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, my, yeah he said, I keep right. under my body. Yeah. That, and we do the same thing. We keep under our bodies, and we, we deny it expression, and we, we, uh, we, the Spirit of God teaches us how to deny. See, but you have to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. You have to put off the deeds right. of the old man. And as long as you have a carnal body, it's going to be that way. But see, there's a there's a there's a day that your body's not going to be a carnal body anymore. It's going to be a spiritual body. It's sown in corruption. Okay. It's raised in incorruption. 
It's sown in dishonor. It's raised in glory. It's sown in weakness. It's raised in power. It's sown a natural body, but it's raised a spiritual body. Yeah. See, that, that's the more accurate way to say it. It's a natural body. Yeah. yeah. It's not a that's carnal right. body. It's a carnal. It has to do with the mind that's carnal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a yeah. Car- carnal mind is based on a fleshly body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. Amen. It does say that. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. Amen. Say, well, we're talking, when we say the word spiritual, we want these things to come into our thinking. It's an eternal body. It's a superior body. It's going to be a body that's not going to grow old or become weary or tired or exhausted. It's a body capable of fully expressing itself Godward. A body that is void of corruption. A body that no longer has the law of sin and death engraved on it. A body that does not kick against God. It's a body that you'll never have to keep under again. It's a body that you'll never have to put its deeds off again. There's 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 not going to be any inordinate lust lurking in that body. It's going to be a body that's perfectly suited to your spiritual self. It's a a body that's going to be compatible with your spirit. Amen. You will have a body like unto his body. Amen. 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 Now, here you are, you're born again, and yeah. your, your nature is adapted to this yes. body you've been talking yeah. about. Yes. Amen. That's what creates the woe is me. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what creates it, that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not suited for this body here. Amen. Amen. So when you begin to feel at home in the body, yes. you've got to beat a path to the, the throne of all grace. Yes. That's a dangerous situation. Yes, brother. You know, this um, cremation breaks down this line of reasoning. That's right. Here in, in 1 Corinthians 15, 44, it says, it is, it is sown a natural body. And this came home to me. I understood this when Brother Given preached Brother Fred's, uh, it wasn't at the sermon, it was afterwards when we were gathered around the casket and it was getting ready to be lowered into the ground. He said, we're sowing this body. And it, it came home. See, that, this is where it's such a sinful thing to do it, to do anything else. That's right. All the way down, from Abraham all the way on, they buried their dead. Yeah. Why? They were sowing the natural body. Yeah, and they were the resurrection. In yes. hope that it was going to be raised into yes. a, a, a body like it was glorious body. So see, if that was the only thing I knew, I wouldn't. I want to be buried. I want to be sown. Uh, I'm going to do what the Lord wants. And, anyway, Amen. That, that's powerful when you think about it. The Hebrews all buried and every Christian nation practiced buried because of the hope of the resurrection. Yes. Amen. Amen. See, people that cremate, and that's a, they, there's no hope. That's right. Amen. So they're getting rid, see, they're getting rid of the, of the body thinking that that's, that's the end. But that isn't the end. We're, Amen. We're sowing it. And, and people will always bring up the exception. They'll say, are you saying if so-and-so died in a fire? See, no, that's not what we're saying. The thing is, are you violating something you know you should do? Your conscience tells you you should. You've got to step over your conscience to do that. I'm convinced. That that has to do with all sin. See, the Holy Spirit, he is faithful to convict men. So the thing is, what is the normal thing? The normal thing is that a mother protects her child, not not aborts it. Mm -hmm. That's normal. You know, a normal thing is a person, if they're godly, they want to, Jesus was buried, right? I want to be, I want to do what the Lord wants. Joseph, he gave commandment concerning his bones. That's right. (laughs) He's in a casket. That's right. Crypt, I guess they call it, but he he said, take him and bury him in the land of promise. That's right. Amen. Amen. See, these lines are easy. They come along with being spiritual. Walking the Holy Spirit provokes these kinds of thoughts. Amen. It says, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And anyone that has that hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. Because, see, you're going to be, you're not going to be in a body that's capable of, 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 of harboring impure thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, and impure desires. In the, in the persuasion of that, mm-hmm. 
then you manage your body. Amen. Amen. Yes. You keep under your body. That's Amen. You make it serve you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, the, the world is passing away and the lusts thereof. See, and and the lust and all and all the things that you see are going to be dissolved one day he's going to come back in flaming fire and the elements are going to melt with a fervent heat and and seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness see see this is something that i would like to strive to strive more towards now to that that our conversation would 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 be an all holy conversation in godliness. That, that planting and raising in Romans six, baptism is referred to as planting. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's, it's lived out spiritually. Yes, what's going to happen to the body? Amen. And you raise it new. Amen. See, there's a natural life, and then there's a spiritual life. Yes, see. Right. See, every, every man's natural life is going to expire. It, it's appointed of a man wants to die. That's what it's talking about. But see, your spirit doesn't have to die. Amen. Jesus said, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. See, Amen. he said, whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Amen. Do you believe this? Amen. See, that's a good piece of news right there. A spiritual person is a living person. You're alive unto God, see? Responsive to God. See, God's breathed his life in us, and he's forgiven us of our sins. And he sent his spirit now into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And then... That's just a few thoughts on what it means to be to be spiritual. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're thankful that you sent your Spirit into our hearts. Lord, we pray that we would uh, culture the things of the Spirit, that we would pay attention to Him, that we would nurture Him, that we would uh, follow after His holy lusts, and that we would put to death the deeds of the body. Lord, uh, give us grace towards this end. Help us, Lord, to help one another, to exhort one another yes. today, while it is called today, lest any be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. And help us to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on to eternal life, yes. to forgive one another, even as you have forgiven us. Mm-hmm. Lord, we pray for the uh, break for the refreshments and the breakfast that's been prepared. Mm-hmm. We pray that you would bless the hands that prepared it and that you would bless our conversation, Lord. Mm-hmm. We love you. And we look forward to the rest of our gathering here today. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.